You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hello and welcome back to the Thunderquack podcast, the official podcast of Thunderquack.com, which you can get early every Tuesday over at Patreon.com slash Thunderquack, just like our Patreon producers JJ Samuel and Brian Murowski do, or you can wait and get it late every Friday on podcast services across the galaxy. I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen. Did I say Friday? I didn't say Friday, did I? I, I don't. You, you weren't say, listening. You just tuned me out. I, because I was so excited that you did the new entry intro yeah. with like the, the Patreon producers. I thought that was pretty oh, cool. We're keeping it. I know. That's it's it. great. Do you want to introduce so, yourself? It's so good. Oh, yeah. I'm Amanda Conkin. I mean, because I thought you I thought you paused because you were going to introduce yourself as me or something. I was like, what did you mess up? No. <laughs> right? Like it was your name that you paused before. Yeah. But yeah. I'm Amanda Conkin, your other host. And you can get, you get the going. podcast on Fridays. That's yeah, that's important. It's important to know that so I, on Fridays. Look, listen. All right. The Snyder <laughs> Cut is happening. What? I, and last week I, on the uncut version of the podcast, which like, hey, not that many people really like in, in, the, in the in the grand scheme of things, uh, like a very small fraction of our audience actually gets the uncut version um, and we had a whole conversation about it and we had a whole conversation about it in which i said like yeah this is probably not a thing it's maybe we're gonna get it but like come on um and then and it because it was a late week yeah. last week you had to post the episode on the day that we found out that it was happening yeah. and i remember you messaging me being like hey so that didn't or you didn't message yeah, I tweeted, tweeted it. that i tweeted it yeah and it made me then look at my twitter feed cuz i hadn't been paying attention to the news of the day and then <laughs> it was just so nice to be i'm never on top of things what we've been podcasting for what 8 9 years and i'm always the one that shows up and is like i don't know what's I'm happening gonna, in the the, world, the record is going to show that you have said that phrase in reference <laughs> to a scenario such as this on multiple <laughs> occasions. And so much like a person who always apologizes for being late at a certain point, stop apologizing for being late. You're not sorry that you're late. You are just a person who is late all of the time. Uh, I'm not saying you are, I'm saying a hypothetical person, a hypothetical person. Yeah. And that's not being passive aggressive. Uh, I would, <laughs> I would call you out. I think everybody knows that I would just call you out if that's how I felt. Um, no, but I, yeah, like I think in the same way, like you can't keep like saying that you are never on top of things. Yeah. When but sometimes like, I am. I'm on top sometimes of things this time. It's like, no, you're on top of certain things. Certain, um, I guess very specifically, yes, there are things that are right up my alley that I probably yeah. am more attuned to, such as the Justice League uh, 
Snyder Cut. <laughs> so, so, so uh, because I'm very excited about it. I did talk about this a little bit with uh, with Aaron Golden on the uh, on the the Quarantine Zone episode that just went up. Actually, I just posted it this morning as of recording. So yesterday, as of release, uh, as of early release, Monday, as of regular release. Um, you could have just said Monday and covered all of I your could've. bases there. I could've. <laughs> Don't, don't, don't question my methods, man. <laughs> it's all good. All good. I, so I did talk about it a little bit, but, but I did, I definitely want to get your take on the reality of what the Snyder cut is going to be. And also just to state for the larger audience that listens to the, the, the regular podcast, the, the, uh, uh, original flavor, uh, uh, podcast, uh, this is not going to be a good movie um is it going to be better than justice league of course it is but like paper dolls acting out the rest of the story would be better than what what the joss whedon justice league uh gave us because that that movie is is a train wreck it's a it's a it's a nightmare um like like in some instances like it's literally fueled by nightmare juice when you when you look at henry cavill's face one of the most beautiful human beings i think to ever grace this earth oh yeah and they just digitally massacre his face the entire film yeah for the whole thing um so like like point one that it's going to be better than that because i don't have to see superman's face moving in odd ways that don't look human um so i didn't realize that they reshot all of his stuff yes i thought they reshot some of his stuff but that is that was like a game changing to me and i didn't find that out until last week like i knew that they refilmed a lot but i didn't know that there was like a black suit there's all this stuff if you're yeah. interested in an awesome justice league it's a different get movie get excited it's a completely it's a different, different movie. movie so here's one of the Whoa. things here's one of the things that that i don't know if you, if you've got this info amanda uh green lantern is rumored to be introduced <gasps> in this film yeah somebody said, i feel again i was getting all these tidbits of awesome stuff Last week, well, this is all coming yeah. in, and it was all just so, like super. Somebody was saying something about Deathstroke, even or yeah, somebody. Yeah, like, the, the original oh post, the original post credit scene is a different scene. So, um, I, 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 oh man, what's his, what's his name? I, 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 Brad from How I Met Your Mother. I. Uh, good gravy! <laughs> I can't. Reference completely lost on me. Oh really? Did you not watch How I Met Your Mother? I didn't finish watching How I Met Your Mother because it got real, like, oh, not worth finishing, in my opinion. So, uh, well, no, Brad is in like season one. Oh, really? Like, yeah, come on. Um, oh. I can't believe that I'm blanking on his name, but as I get older, this happens more and more. Uh, he's got to be in the credits because he is in the original post credit scene. Maybe he's all the way down at the bottom. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm really like sorry. I can yeah. see it in my in 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 front of my face, but uh, but but it I can't read it. It's like it's like when you're in a dream and you try to read something and it's like it's not actually there. Uh, good gravy. There's a lot of people in this. Joe Mantenegla. OK, see, yeah, I knew that that's you. who it was, though. Yeah. The thing is, if you had just said Deathstroke, you know, Deathstroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. Deathstroke in my mind. I know who that is. Yeah. 
So he's, and also like the werewolf from and like Magic Mike. Oh my god, there were so many other things that you could have referenced besides How I Met Your Mother. I thought it was him in my brain. I was like, surely he wasn't on How I Met Your Mother. I do not remember him on How I Met Your Mother. Okay, I'll I'll jog your memory real quick. He is uh, Marshall's friend from law school. That when Marshall is broken up with Lily in the second season, and he wants to go for brunch, that they go for brunch together. The two of them go on like mandates and have oh, brunch. Yeah. Right? I do not remember no. how I met your mother, I guess, because it is not no, you the don't. only thing I re- I do remember Alexis Denisov because I remember his character. Yeah. But like maybe I have a selective but I do I like hypothetically, I have vague recollections of Marshall wanting to go for brunch and then having somebody that goes for brunch with. But I think at the time that actor, like, because I can't, I always butcher his last name. I'm just going to call him Joe because I butcher his last name. He wasn't on my radar, so I probably didn't clock him as, like, an important, like, yeah. I didn't, like, recognize him, that's right? Fair. So that's why. So he, he, I think it was, like, an Instagram story or something like that. He basically posted, like, I really hope everybody gets to see the original post credit scene that we shot because it kicks ass, basically, yeah. is what he said. Um, and the implication is that, is that he's he it. fights Batman. Like, that yeah. it's not it's not just him on a speedboat walking up and saying to Lex Luthor, let's be bad guys. <laughs> uh, uh, it, which is just, it's such an, it's awful, but... <laughs> let's um, be bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that uh, what, is that what happens in Justice League? <laughs> well, he doesn't say, let's be bad guys, but it's, <laughs> he, like, he he, um... He steps off of a speedboat, uh, like this little speedboat, onto a yacht, and then walks over, and it's revealed that Lex Luthor, bald Lex Luthor, oh, is right. sitting there, and it's like, wait, you're supposed to be in jail or something. Like that's how how we feel. It doesn't matter what what Deathstroke says. He says something about like we're gonna we're gonna put your plan into motion or some some yeah. vaguely nefarious thing. We're gonna be bad guys. Like let's be bad guys. Uh. And then we cut to like a somebody else in his jail cell that's not Lex right. Luthor, right? Um, right. I I am I I need to re I do kind of, and I know that it's not great, but I actually have this like real big hankering to rewatch Batman v Superman and then the Justice Justice League. Hey, do you want to know what um what Joe Mantegna's or however you say his last name is? His Manganiello. name is just say Manganiello. Manganiello. Do you know what his character's name is in Magic Mike XXL? Uh, uh, well endowed Pete. I don't know. Basically, it's his name is Big Dick Richie. There you it's go. It's just it's just so great. <laughs> well endowed Pete. <laughs> I, I did. It, so. They're they're male exotic dancers. Like, <laughs> have you watched it? No, I have no, the, it, and it's a blind okay. spot. I know that like I would actually love them because oh. all of the actors in both Magic Mike movies are actors that I love. Like, and. Channing Tatum might be a surprise to a lot of people, but I do like legitimately love I every single movie that I have seen starring Channing Tatum with the exception of G.I. Joe, which is the first movie that I ever saw him in. (laughs) I have loved. He is a great actor, particularly a great comic actor. I think he's like in the 21 Jump Street movies. Oh, yeah. He's actually quite quite funny. 
And and so here I'm gonna just I'm gonna sell many people listening on Magic Mike XSL because it was one of the greatest things that ever happened was all my cynical friends who you are aware of all my friends Mike that yeah are I know like, who you're talking about I had I had all these people over and we were just like hanging out one like afternoon and I was like let's watch Magic Mike XSL and they're like sure let's raz it the whole time and so I put it on thinking because like me and my girlfriends were like this is gonna be fun the guys enjoyed it so much because it's basically the XXL version is a road trip with a bunch of dudes across America. Like granted they're road tripping to be able to go to a stripper convention or like a stripper yeah. competition, but it's just about a bunch of guys talking about their insecurities and talking about their like their like relationship troubles and it was just this like great like emotionally like relevant movie and the guys like at the end of it they were like that was weirdly entertaining so if you have a lady friend who's interested in watching a movie i would say don't poo poo watching magic mike xxl there's something for everyone in that movie it is grand so and there's they're like honestly they only dance for like they're hot enough throughout the rest of the movie oh my gosh the best part is when joe who again again i already forgot his last it's Manganello. Um, does this dance in a gas station? It is so funny. <laughs> Anyways, I highly recommend. They, oh man, I really want to rewatch this movie now that I'm talking about it. It's so it's, great. It's it's been on my list for a long time of like oh. like a, as a blind spot because I know so many people talk so highly about both movies and that yeah. they're um, they're not necessarily what I think most people assume that yeah. they are so yeah and like sure. the first one the first one less so than the second one like the second yeah, one yeah, i yeah. think is just is just a little funner the first one is like pretty emotional and it's all like oh i'm angsty but they're written from a guy's point of view so there's like that as well like it's which makes it connect to male audiences i think in a way that is unexpected well, i think i think because he i'm pretty sure he produced them and i'm pretty sure that well, like, they're based they're, on his life yeah 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 like yeah. they're autobiographical yeah um yeah. so it, so that's what i mean it comes yeah. from a very like genuine place yeah. about what it's like to be a male stripper and yeah. like the people that you like are are like working with anyways yeah so, so. speaking of male strippers i guess i'll go back <laughs> into justice league um <laughs> So the details, for those who don't know, it's coming in 2021 and it will either be a four hour movie, which is a huge red flag, or (laughs) it will be a six part miniseries, which Which is is fine if it's a six part miniseries, if it's constructed as a six part miniseries, if it is a movie that is literally just chopped up into six parts. That's not that's that's how you do that. That's a problem. So, um, look. I I do actually like legitimately love Zack Snyder. I think that he is a great filmmaker. I think that what Zack Snyder needs is uh, a great screenwriter to pair with, and um and and a producer to keep him in check. Like I think yeah, like on both ends of that spectrum, he needs a little bit more structure. And with the with the the DCEU stuff, I think that he's been given a little bit too much free reign. I think one of the reasons why Man of Steel is as good as it is has a lot to do with those two elements. It's it it uh, uh, it does have it did have good writers attached to it, um, and it also had Nolan as an executive producer who was there to kind of I think keep Zack Snyder in check a little bit, and Nolan sort of stepped back uh, once Batman came back into the picture and, and, uh, and it started growing into this other thing. So 
um, like that, those are kind of the missing pieces. Right. But I mean, ultimately what DC needs more than anything is a, is a singular unified vision. It's the same thing that star Wars needs, right? Like it's like really DC and star Wars have the same problem. Um, the, the difference is just that I think, uh, the source material for star Wars is a lot more prescriptive than the source material for, for DC, because with DC, it's like, if you say to me, Hey, you can go make a, a Superman movie and it can be anything you want it to be. Um, you just have to base it on an existing Superman property. I can go, okay, cool. I'm going to base it on uh, Superman uh, Earth One, which is a very like, uh, it's actually very much what Man of Steel is. So like you do that, right? Or mm-hmm. I could do it based off of Superman, the animated series, which is very much like, like sort of a, a in my opinion, one of the the best interpretations, because that's the animated Bruce Tim universe, right? Because um, uh, it kind of hits all of the right notes. But honestly, if I had free reign and an unlimited budget and like do whatever, like my Superman movie would look a lot like Sky Captain in the World of Tomorrow, <laughs> because it would be based on the Max Fleischer Superman cartoons. Because that, to me, is like core Superman, right? Like, I would just want to bring actual character to those types of stories because they're very much just they're serials, right? They're just animated serials. So it's just they're flying robots. And now Superman has to stop them and rescue Lois. Um, but, yeah, like, like that that just goes to show, like, the point that I'm illustrating is that just with one character, here are three places to draw from and create a foundation that you're going to build your your movie on. And what has happened with the DCEU, as opposed to what's happened with Star Wars, which kind of has a singular foundation in the original trilogy, uh, is that, like, you get into Batman v Superman and you've got, okay, we've got a Superman that's very much based on, um, on, on sort of the modern telling of Superman, right? Like, it's, it's a lot of this, like, post-crisis, um, Smallville, I, I, uh, uh, earth one like like just the modern era of superman right um mm-hmm. and then pushing that forward and then you bring batman into the dceu and he's not from that same era from what a lot of people would consider the modern era of dc right he mm-hmm. is actually based on the 1980s frank miller version of batman which is discordant with the modern era of Superman, like these, these two things do not match. They don't go together. And then we're going to bring in the flash that is intentionally distinguished from the flash that's on TV by giving him super autism, which uh, is a trope that I absolutely despise um, because it, it, it's a, it like big bang theory. It sensationalizes autism into like this, this um idiosyncratic superpower that gives you the ability to count matchsticks but also predict what your bad guys are going to do right like it's a it's a it's a lazy writer's way to uh unexplained deus ex machina genius right? right um and that's exactly what ezra miller's flash is which doesn't make any sense in any of this other stuff. Like it's a very like lighthearted, silly version. And then Jason Momoa's Aquaman, who is one character in Justice League in Batman v Superman, another character in Justice League, uh, 
And then another character in Aquaman. Right. Like, yeah, they don't. Yeah, it really is. He's at the none of it makes any sense, forever. right? Yeah. Like it's it's it, yeah, it's there are so many continuity errors and plot holes and whatever. Um, the only character who who vibes with the original intent, I think, is Wonder Woman, who is very much based on one of the more recent runs um, uh, of, of the Wonder Woman comics, uh, and th- that matches up with with the man of steel Superman. Like they, those two characters actually gel really well, which is I think why their two movies are two of the best ones in the the DCEU. Um, and then, and then on top of that, like we got a social network, uh, Lex Luthor, who is just (laughs) God awful. Um, he's not, it's not the best, is it? I said this in the the conversation with Aaron that's in, in that quarantine zone episode. He, for my money, he is the absolute worst, interpretation of Lex Luthor that has ever been put out comics, cartoons, movies, whatever. It doesn't matter. He is the worst version. Um, and it's not even a close contest. Like it's, there isn't even like a, but this one is also pretty bad. Nope. Nope. Lois and Clark, which like Lois and Clark is yeah. probably one of the like corniest, cheesiest versions of, and because it's on purpose of Superman, too. Like right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Lex Luthor, way better, way better, <laughs> like leagues better. Yeah, like that's a Lex Luthor. Good, yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. He's not even bald. In in Lois and Clark, right? Like he's yeah. that's like the it's the nineties. Yeah. Like he's got the flowing mane of hair. Uh, yeah. uh like uh, yeah, no, he. Uh, way better lex luther right <laughs> like like any you could name any other version of lex luther and i would be like yep i prefer that to to jesse eisenberg's um not acting as a character but just being himself the same character that he is in every movie he's in um yeah it, it, yeah justice league and batman v superman are full of so many problems um there is not a lot of hope that the Snyder cut is going to somehow save the train wreck. I don't think that it can. Um, I, that, that said, like, I can't wait. I am so excited for more, uh, content with, um, with Henry Cavill as Superman. Oh yeah. I want to see what the original intent was. I'm, I'm, I'm infinitely curious just from a, from a, a, a film scholar standpoint of like, what is this going to be? Yeah. How, how different is this? Um, and then being able to compare the two films uh, side by side is, is going to be, it's, it's going to be a very singular, unique experience. Um, but like there, are, I think there will also be surprises. And I, I do think that Zack Snyder now has the benefit of hindsight as if he got to release his movie and then go back and fix it. So it's like George Lucas doing the special edition having never released star wars right like right right like like uh but but in like a weird paradox where he did he did release star wars and knows what everybody loves and everybody hates but but still gets to go back and make the special edition so yeah like it's a it's 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 gonna be really interesting to see how it turns out if giving him a little bit more rope actually ends up being a better product um 
because uh, yeah like the ability to not decide it's such a weird announcement and it's one of those things where i think they were getting so close and it was leaking every like everybody was talking about it that they were like we just got to announce it we just have to yeah yeah um because otherwise they, people wouldn't like yeah yeah when they haven't decided is it a film is it a miniseries i look it's gonna be a miniseries and i the reason why i say that is the same reason why Disney is doubling down on Star Wars as Disney Plus projects and why they're telling a lot of the MCU stories on Disney Plus. They own the platform, which means they get all the profit. HBO Max is a Warner Brothers platform. So, like, they're cutting out middleman with that. Like, they're just going straight to direct to consumer, which is, I think, is a positive thing. I think it's awesome. But... Um, cause I think it means that we're going to get more value. So it's better for the consumer. Yes. It does cut out movie theaters. It does cut out uh blockbuster, which doesn't exist anymore, but like, <laughs> it does cut out best buy. It does cut out, etc. But, but I think that those are movie theaters aren't dying. They're, they're changing, but best buy is dying. Like it's, I don't think in 10 years we're going to have big box electronic stores like that anymore. But, um, it, when you have a streaming platform, you want people to subscribe and you want them to stick around for a minute. And yeah. the Mandalorian does that for Disney plus, right? It gets people mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't put it all out at once, they did it week by week. You were there every week to watch the Mandalorian. And by the end of that eight week cycle, it was like, well, there's other stuff on Disney plus for me to check out as well. Maybe now that I know that this connects into star Wars rebels, I'll watch that. Maybe I'll watch the clone wars. And then, yeah. you know, like, and so they've got you this, just keep going the, through stuff. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the sort of train of like, well, here's another, here's another new thing. Here's another new thing. Here's another new thing. Yeah. It just makes more sense for it to be a series. Yeah. Sure. So I think from a, from a financial standpoint, it makes a lot of sense for them to do it that way. I also think a four hour movie is going to suck. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I don't want to yeah. I don't want to sit through a 4-hour movie. I would rather sit through 6 50-minute episodes of of a of a or, or heck, I mean the Mandalorian was what 32 minutes, 38 minutes, 42 minutes. Yeah, it was whatever like, it needed to be. Whatever yeah. it needs to be. And so if they can find that groove with Justice League, like do it, yeah. do it, lean into it. I'm excited. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that could happen is that the DCEU transitions from big screen films and not not this is not going to be exclusive in the same way that the MCU is not exclusive anymore. The MCU is the cinematic universe. Cinematic doesn't mean theatrical release. Cinematic means that's the scope that we're telling the story in. Right. So Falcon and winter soldier is going to be what it's going to be. It's a, it is a movie for all intents and purposes. It's just a longer movie that they're going to release in an episodic format. Right. But when it comes to the quality and it comes to the story that they're going to tell, like it's, it's going to be no different than a, than a theatrical release on that level. Right. And I think that, that if DC can figure that out and get in that game, it's a, I think that the risk reward is a lot less. Uh, it's a the higher yield, I guess is the better way to say it. Because HBO Max also has their Green Lantern show in the works, right? I don't know where that's at because of COVID nineteen, but but it's something that was in production um, and and expected in like pretty soon. Um, and now we're gonna go back and do the Snyder Cut, which is rumored to introduce the Green Lantern. 
So I don't know if they're going to use the same guy or like they might have to reshoot some stuff if that wasn't the same actor or, you know, I don't, I don't know how far they got with that, but if Green Lantern is going to be in the Snyder cut, you can rest assured it will be the Green Lantern from the HBO Max Green Lantern series, right? Which we actually got teased in uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths. The when we see Oa, that's meant to be the Earth that that HBO Max series is taking place on. So, like that part of the multiverse. So. Um, yeah, so like it, like there's, I think there's an opportunity for them to, it's, it'll be interesting because it, it'll mean that they'll have two, uh, like TV based DC universes going at the same time. Um, because they've got the CW one and then they'll have, have this HBO right. Max one. But also, like, who cares? We just went through yeah. Crisis on Infinite Earths and the audience gets it. I think yep. like, yeah, uh, and, 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 and the flash Ezra Miller showed up in that. Oh yeah. It's all connected. Right. So, oh, so good. I'm so you know, like, let's like, I, I don't know. I think, I think that, that if DC and, and AOL time Warner specifically can get out of their own way and let the creatives do the job that we could end up with something cool at the end of this. I don't think that Snyder cut will be the cool thing. I think that <laughs> where we It'll end with something. it yeah. is yeah. going to be the yeah. door that it opens is what yeah. is what I'm looking forward to. Um, and a, a world where we can say Henry Cavill is still Superman when we want to tell Superman stories with that character. Right. Yeah. And Ben Affleck might be out and, and Robert Pattinson is in. Uh, for the Batman, but like that doesn't necessarily mean that these two things have to, because here's something that they could do with the with the twenty million dollars that they've been twenty it's twenty to thirty million dollars that they've been given to complete the Snyder cut. They could put a button on Batman's story. He in that right. timeline already felt like he was at the end of his journey, right? Yeah, yeah. He's coming sure. out of retirement to deal with Superman and screws up in Batman v Superman and if you give him a redemption story in in the Snyder cut and let him uh assemble the league right which is his story right. in that and then walk away from it at the end and go I don't need to be Batman anymore right, right? in the same way it, like very similar to the Dark Knight where cri- the Christian Bale Batman is very much like like I I did it I saved Gotham uh, maybe in less of a bummer way of like I'm not I'm done giving my life for this city that doesn't care about me, but like in a way of like I like we did it, the Justice League exists now, we have all of these heroes and there are more heroes in the world that are like coming together, um, so it's like like Batman did his job, but now by doing his job in bringing the league together, he's created a world where that doesn't need the Batman anymore. Right. right. Like he's an old fashioned type of superhero. That's going to punch people until they give him the information that he needs. And it's like, that's not the world that Superman and wonder woman want to live in. Right. So right. like, let's hand it off and say, okay, you know, that Batman is retired in this universe. That's fine. I'd like, that's a, I think that would actually be a really cool take on it and and a really great way to button that up but we'll see we'll see next year 2021 unless it gets pushed 
because they decide they want to film something. Um, But yeah. All right. Do you want? Do you have anything else to say about the Snyder Cut, or do you want? To... I don't, because we talked a lot about about okay. different things. I'll just be excited for it, and I'm actually really excited for finishing up Endgame today. So yeah, I'm yeah, happy to shift over into some other part of stuff that yeah. tides me over until the DCU is ready to be completely yeah. realized. Um, as long as whatever happens facilitates. Uh, Birds of Prey being an HBO Max series with Ooh. the cast from, from nice. Birds of Prey. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. That's what I want. That's what oh, I yeah. want. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I want more stories with those the uh, uh, amazing women because uh, that movie is the best one in the DCEU. So, yep. uh, cool. Uh, yeah, let's take a quick break for ads and uh, and then we'll be back to talk about Endgame. Okay, the third and final act of Avengers Endgame. I just, while we talk and get ready to jump into this, gear up, get yourself ready. Uh, at the 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 timestamp is one hour fifty seven minutes and twenty six seconds. I uh, so I'm gonna give everybody a second to make sure that they're there. I uh, before we get into. Uh, I don't know. Is it the best part? Are we are we I ranking so. the three acts? Um, <laughs> Maybe we we already we already had sort of. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. This One is going to be interesting because this is going to be a lot of action to talk over, but it's also going to. Uh, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna. I don't know how I'm gonna react on this one. I don't know. I don't know because yeah, the the almost every time that I've watched no every time that I've watched. The, the end of this movie, I have had an emotional reaction to the fact that, that Tony Stark dies. Um, we'll see if it happens. I can kind of feel it already. Ugh, this is not going to be good. Uh, okay, I think we're ready. I think we're ready. Are you ready? I am hovering over the play button okay. right now. It's going to be three, two, one, and then hit play when I say play. Okay. okay. Here cool. we go. <clears throat> three, two, one, play. Beautiful. Uh, we're just putting together the uh, the stones. The gauntlet. Yeah. I love. What did you call it? It's the iron gauntlet or something. Uh, is no, that... this is the nano gauntlet. Nano gauntlet. That's oh, what okay. Because it's, it's the nanotech armor. Cool. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I love rocket, but these are like the three smartest people. Hey, like like rocket and. And yeah. Iron Man and, yeah. and the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It took it took I uh, I uh, uh, Peter Dinklage uh, to build the first gauntlet, and then it right. takes the three of them to build the second gauntlet. Right. Yeah. Uh, this Etri, I think, was his name. The I think name. I think you're right. Oh, it's so sad to watch Thor. He does get. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it just like it needs it needs to be Hulk. It's so good. So I just watched uh, the first Avengers uh, this week, uh, last weekend. This okay. Weekend? This last. Yeah, yeah you're I doing have... a horrible job of following along with our chronological rewatch, but yeah, I am. I am. I'm very sorry, but I hadn't seen it in so long, and it's so awesome to just see the evolution of these characters, like. Yeah from from that to this and just like how far they've come and what you were talking about last week was what i was thinking about that 
Thor is just such a different character in those first movies, yeah. just in how he looks and in his, his actions. And he just has so much gravitas here, but, but also that the Hulk is kind of, cause that was like one thing my mom said, she, she's like, the Hulk can't be killed. And I was like, well, I guess, but it's like, it's part of what he says, right? Like he was, he was made for this and he couldn't, it's, and it's the brilliance of, of it being like this version of like banner Hulk, right. Or yeah. whatever, whatever he's called that it wouldn't, be okay if it was just him by himself i see i didn't see that that she has her hand wrapped up yeah and that's why you don't see that there's the like metal on it right it's important it's important stuff yeah oh this this movie just this part just gets right into it this is a great act yeah. if you're just gonna do nothing just watch this third act with us man it's like you can just dive into this and get like the majority of the movie like oh look at them all suiting up I like Rocket he's just protecting. hides behind Thor. Yeah, he's and he's like protecting Rocket, so it's good. Has he ever used this weird shield thing before? I uh, he does a different type of shield in uh, Infinity War, but remember yeah. that it's been five years. Yeah, why don't they have Nebula with them? Like, it seems odd that they would have just like They're, not. It's it, it's it. it's an intentional oversight, right? It's not a plot hole. It's just. Like they're ready and they're right. They're raring and they're to just go. Gonna, they're just going to do it without her. And she's so. a hero now, right? So right. So they don't care. And the, yeah. nobody's thinking like, "Hey, where's Nebula?" And nobody, right. nobody asks that question because they don't think to be suspicious of her. Remember right. that, other than Rocket, nobody else here has the context of the fact that she was a villain. Right. right I guess so. I guess they, so. And he, they and... know it intellectually, but they don't. Yeah. Right. Like, like imagine yeah. if if Gamora were there. She would be like, "Wait, where's, where's Nebula?" Right. Yeah, that's right? fair. Because that's she, because I don't think that Gamora will ever would ever really be able to trust Nebula, right? Right. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. So here comes here comes Thanos with this. This is my biggest oversight: is he doesn't have the time travel juice. How does he get there? He, he yes, he does because he has one of her vials. Thanos <laughs> has intergalactic space technology oh, magic just, like, right they just remake it or whatever yeah between him and, oh, and the maw they're okay. able to reverse engineer it and remember it's time travel gotcha. they, it doesn't necessarily mean that they from the minute that she left and then they come through like they could have right. had time to deal with it okay fine that's fair that stuff that he sprays on um on the hulk's arm is actually from uh i avengers age of ultron it's oh. the it's the stuff that vision was made out of if you remember the synthetic, oh, the synthetic cool. uh, uh, skin or flesh or whatever, yeah. um, Tony actually used it. And it's the only reason that he survived the fight with Thanos because he uses it yeah. immediately after Thanos yeah. leaves um, to to f- fill the hole that Thanos leaves with his own spike. Right. Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. I kind of wondered how he how he survived that. Yeah. This is also a little bit like. Laura doesn't know that he's gone. Like, wouldn't she take longer to just like call around the farm to see where he is? Also, her cell phone is still active after five years. But, yeah. Like, yeah. but just... it doesn't matter. It's we got to move this story forward, yeah, yeah. right? We need yeah, we yeah. need something to to let us know it worked because right. we're well, supposed to be fine. going like for a second. You forget that Thanos just came through, right? right? Like we just saw that, and then we immediately forget it because forget it's like Thanos it worked. Yeah. Um, and then, and, and then it yeah. just gets destroyed. Everything gets crushed. Uh, and the most important part here is that we're going to break the team back up, right? 
Yeah. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna separate the Avengers because Thanos against all of them against all I don't know how I didn't count how many were there, but everybody who's left. Maybe yeah. maybe he's gonna have a hard time. Thanos against the three main Avengers is a little bit more yeah understandable right so we're gonna break it up and it also gives us multiple planes of action which is what you want in an action sequence like this yeah that was a that's a brilliant like canopy 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 did he say that in any other episodes or no that's just no but it's a but it's 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 a call back to the fact that he is a pilot right right yeah yeah. Um, so he has a this is one of my favorite moments for his character for Rhodey's character because it reminds us that it's not it's not the suit. It's the thing right. that Tony it's, says to yeah. Peter in Homecoming, yeah. right? Like, if 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 you need the suit, then you don't deserve it sort of thing. Right. right? Um, yeah. That is only, like, without the suit. That the suit's busted. Yeah. But he still gets yeah. out of the suit knowing that he doesn't have full use of his legs because he's got to save Rocket, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's brilliant. Um, yeah. It's, it's just yeah. showing what kind of a hero he actually yeah. is. I, uh, I guess I should have talked to more people that are um, – hawkeye fans but i feel like this movie does a good job of like giving hawkeye things to do yeah like he's very well featured i think in this movie which i think because i'm not a huge hawkeye like i wasn't overly mad that he wasn't in the previous movie i think they well enough make up for it in this movie but i don't know i'd be curious what other people's opinions are but i think that they really honored him as a as a straight up character because and i will say again it's just like watching stuff with my dad while he's watching the first Avengers, she's like, doesn't he only have like 16 arrows? How is he doing this? It was just, yeah. it was really funny because it's sort of like, it's fair. It's a fair criticism of Hawkeye. Except character. that like, it, there's tech and stuff and all of his arrows. Yeah, so like you yeah, see yeah. arrows that like, yeah. that are little nubs that turn into full size arrows. So it's like, yeah, yeah. there's only however many, um, uh, uh, like slots in the quiver or whatever. But. Yeah, like there's only so yeah. many sticking out for him to grab at any given time. But in the actual quiver, there could be like a hundred, right? Right. Yeah, I guess so. Um, That's fair. Like That's if fair. we're in a world where we believe that Bruce Banner turns into a big green monster, <laughs> uh, and uh, you know Thor has a magic hammer that gives him powers, right? Like it's uh, believing that that Hawkeye has technology to give him cool arrows. It's like mm-hmm. it's really not a big leap. Right. It's a I, I say all of that because I think it's a hack joke to to go after Hawkeye. It's the low hanging fruit. Like if you wanna if you wanna be clever about your critiques of the Avengers, zeroing in on Hawkeye shooting <laughs> arrows is not because because they make fun of it in the movie. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. like like clench up Legolas is like you know like you're up there because I just basically need you as a lookout. Right. Because he's yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> he can see things. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh this is a cool yeah. this is a cool moment because it reminds us like, okay, where is Gamora at this point? Like because this isn't our Gamora, this is pre Guardians of the Galaxy Gamora. Right. And so she's wrestling with this idea. And it's so funny because Gamora is the one who brings Nebula into the fold as a hero. Right. But here's Gomorrah, our Gomorrah through Nebula rescuing this Gomorrah, telling her like Yeah. The the conflicted feeling that you're having right now, that's that you are about to to change make, your life. Yeah, you're about yeah, to make yeah. a decision. And so yeah. she kind of propels her forward in that moment to like fight Thanos, yeah. right? 
yeah to betray yeah. him in this moment so yeah. uh yeah can i this is um this helmet that he wears i think one of my my favorite like i'm not gonna actually talk over this next moment it's so great where the three of them just stand there but um where um chris evans is like i can't believe i wore this for a whole movie where yeah. he's got because his mask like his his helmet is just so cumbersome yeah. and it just was like this great like behind the scenes moment where he's just like complaining about his outfit <laughs> oh the shot of the three of them is just like so brilliant well and and if we you just watched avengers so you remember yeah the the three of them in that forest uh yeah fighting each other and we're about to we're about to see the the realization the fulfillment of the promise of that scene yeah. The three yeah. original Avengers. Yeah. Oh, um, I love I love Thor suiting up. Yeah, it's just so, so good. Oh, that they they aren't even phased by it. They're not even no. look at Thor looking at him while he does that. And it's just he's got his double weapons and his cape and ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry, it's so good. Ugh. Can we just can we just watch this rather than talk about hey, it? Everybody at home is watching along with us, right? That's Good. the point. So Good. Yeah. We can it, all just enjoy the the, the Can you I can't imagine anybody but Brolin in this role, like 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 pulling this off to the extent that he does. And if you've if you've listened to any of his interviews, it's because he took Thanos seriously. Right. Like right. he believed yeah, yeah. that Thanos was real and that made us believe that Thanos was real. And I think that without that in, in the hands of someone else, it might not have worked as well. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, and the thing is, I don't, I didn't have that much of a connection with him previously. So he very much is this role for me because mm. he is just this big purple grimace yeah. dude, dude. Right. Where it's like, you really have to like, no, like know that he's like going in into it seriously, and and that he is just this evil guy. So he did, yeah, he does a good job. Because I think when I first saw it, remember, because because like I guess he he first shows up in the end credits of Avengers, right? Yeah. And it's like, who is this? Who is this? What yeah. is this big purple thing, right? And so, just, oh, look at the stakes there in Tony's face when he was, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, what was that weird, like, slicey thing that... This is nanotech oh. armor. It tra- changes and creates weapons for him on the fly. Um, I like it. Yeah, the three of them fighting together as opposed to fighting each other. It's uh, It mirrors yeah. the forest scene. Um, yeah. I love yeah. this. We get some cool Ant-Man action here um, with yeah. that awesome depth of field that they love to do with him. They both do pretty good considering they weren't in the first one that like it's important like they play important roles in the yeah. second movie yeah so oh for sure good. yeah yeah which which i kind of like um oh this the time the time lapse between what just happened where Ammon was is yeah. like basically like immediately before we actually then see them up right because they are drowning but yeah it's this is this is one of the well no okay so there's a missing story point in here that ant-man rescues everybody and Mm -hmm. then they go deeper into the destroyed complex because they have to get the war machine suit because because war machine suit is busted and when he when they come out he's in a completely new suit oh for the end of the movie he's actually in like a it's like a hulkbuster style 
War Machine. Oh, I didn't know it was different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a new so he rescues he rescues people separate, like as a different version of Ant Man or whatever. So it's not like this big. Him yeah, just yeah. going big. Well, he does okay, whatever okay, he has okay. to do to rescue them. But it right, is one okay. of those things where there's so much going on that, like, we don't. We're meant to forget it because if we were, if right. if we followed them on that story thread, then when we get to the moment where uh, Wong says what you wanted more, the them right. bursting out of the ground wouldn't have an effect, wouldn't right? Be, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like, right. oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> They're still. <laughs> we there, forgot about yeah. them. Um, yeah. This is awesome. This like Nebula killing herself. Yeah. 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 Uh, Karen Gill is man. She's underrated actress. Underrated actress. I people don't yeah. take her as seriously as I think they should. She crushes in this role. Um, yeah. And like she plays yeah. two characters in that scene, and we yeah. don't need visual identifiers yeah. to distinguish. Yeah. We know which one's which. So here we go. Yeah. They're working together. You remember yeah. in Avengers? I do remember because I he just hits him watched with the lightning he... and he shoots it back, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so we saw totally their powers interacting that yeah. first time that they fought each other, but yeah. they were fighting against one another. Now yeah. we get to see that like they're a team, they're a true team, and their powers are all going to yeah. intermingle here, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, we're what all, is this boomerang sword he has? How does that work? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Sure. Okay. Oh, so I guess Thor gets knocked out there. I didn't really like. Oi, oi. Yeah, okay. I well, guess he gets really dazed, so. right? Right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's and then we've got oh, this kind of our reversal got, from yeah, Infinity the, War. Like, the axe. Oh yeah, man! It just the, chest, the right? amount of energy it would take to push that thing up. Here we go. Best part of the whole movie. Yeah. Oh man! Opening night. <gasps> I don't think I will ever experience a moment as gratifying this, as this. Right in here, a movie ever again oh. because it was 11 oh. years of storytelling yeah. Yeah. that all oh, comes just, to this culmination of like yeah. and like that's again a fulfillment of a promise from age of ultron when he just yeah. barely just budges barely, the yeah. thing yeah and then yeah. here we see and him just, he he bangs the the hammer off of the shield which yeah. is another one that you want me to bring the hammer down i'll bring the hammer down right like right. It, yeah yeah he knows that it works and he just and it's just so satisfying to see captain hold his own against yeah. Thanos can you please he, stop calling him captain it's either captain america or cap <laughs> you're the worst <laughs> drive me nuts Sorry. nobody calls him captain like like you I could call him captain. you're like salute him as captain <laughs> but <laughs> it's cap or it's captain america Steve, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. I. There we go. This is how scary Thanos is. He starts crushing this shield, just tearing it to shreds. He's already dispatched the other two Avengers. And now Cap's all on his own. Okay. push in on captain america so cap on the ground cap's beaten cap's cap's been laid out uh and we're kind of we got it's it's super important this is this is important for the story that that cap has to be as low as he can possibly get here like we have to think hope his shield is completely destroyed and this is the thing too like in that vision that tony has of them all dead doesn't it have captain america's shield like broken in half and that being like a big like thing right yeah because it's so indestructible. Yeah. So uh, Thanos is just going to monologue here 
for a second. <laughs> I do like, I like, I was like, it wasn't personal, but now it is going to be personal. Uh, yeah. And his, his uh, audience is going to show up his, his uh, peanut gallery. Um, so if we thought before that cap was screwed uh, because Thanos was just wiping the floor with them and he's all on his own. This confirms that, like, there's no way that Cap can stand against this. Right. Um, but he's but he's going to try anyway. But this is oh, Captain America, right? So yeah. Just like with the trash can and in, in when we first meet him, he yeah. doesn't even have to say it this time. Because we've already heard it once this movie, so. Aww. But it's just the look. It's right here. It's yeah, this, oh, with his arm just completely yeah. like. Well, he's partially just tightening the shield, but he's also using it as like a way to close up that wound on his arm. Yeah. To yeah. finish this fight. And he's just seeing all of these like. He doesn't care though. Oh, he's just walking. Oh, it's so beautiful. This, this is one of the most beautiful, beautiful shots like, in the history oh, of film. It uh, like just captained by himself, and it's what it's all about. Oh. Yeah. I love Captain America so much and I'm getting like misty. It's so good. And yeah. he stops because he hears Sam. Right? His name's yeah. Sam, right? Yeah. <laughs> Making sure I'm not like... And then here we go. As if the moment with the hammer wasn't good enough. It's just the hits keep coming, man. The hits keep coming. And the first one to step out is T'Challa. Because... Mm-hmm. With T'Challa, you also get an army. So it's like, oh, okay, we're going to be all right. Right? And, like, we need Cap to feel that as well. It's like Wakanda is behind him. And then here comes Sam, his best friend. And then the portals start opening up. And Thanos is like, okay, what's this? Yay! Uh, The Guardians, along with Doctor Strange. And then... The one that gets me every time. There we go. Spider-Man! Marty McFly. Spider-Man. Marty McFly. Yeah. Well, Tom Aww. Holland is doing a, a Michael J. Fox impersonation in his entire performance. You didn't know that? Oh. it's That's not a joke. He's intentionally doing a Michael J. Fox impersonation. Yeah, it, makes, it makes sense. Um, awesome. There we go. Groot is back! Bucky, Groot, every, everybody is Wong. And all the all the entirety of uh the 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 mystical arts but, community. Like, how did Wasp know to come? <laughs> like she was just Because there's been, time has elapsed. They've been fighting, so Wong has sent everybody Strange and oh, Wong yeah, have sent everybody to gather right. the heroes. Like yeah, everybody knows what they're walking into right now. Right. But they all just blipped back, right? Like we know yeah. from from far from home. See, that's a completely right. different suit. It's more of an oh, Iron Patriot. Yeah, that's suit. totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's kind of it's kind of halfway between a war war machine this and music a music is great too. Hulk like oh. oh, Alan Silvestri oh. Oh. wrote one of the greatest pieces oh. of film music for this scene. Portals is is one of my favorite pieces of music ever. Um, there we go. I love the quiet moment. He could shout it, but it's just quiet. It's so good. Oh no, this is such a good movie. I love it so it's much. It's so good. Um, 
for those of oh. you who want to like call shenanigans on Spider-Man swinging around in this scene, there are <laughs> spaceships flying overhead. Uh, oh, so that's clearly he's what he... attaching to all of the different things that are flying around. Right there, you see him actually attached to Giant Man, but oh, right. um, but you actually like oh. there's always something for him to attach to. Right. But don't worry about it. It's Spider-Man. He's got a swing. I. Uh, and I love how hard it was to take down a Leviathan in Avengers. And here we are in Endgame. Ant-Man, Giant-Man, really, does it with one hit. He takes out one of the Leviathans. And Rescue and Tony, that is such a great moment. Uh, yeah, man. This is just going to be us talking about how great all of this is. Right? Uh, you, you have you, the little, you one? The little I just, one? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's just such a fun time. Yeah. And I guess the biggest thing for me... Actually, I'm having these like great, um, like, what is it? Vi- like small, like, like victories about like what I'm watching. Oh, I won't talk over the Spider-Man moment no. with, uh, with Iron Man. Because, <laughs> do you remember when we were in space? <laughs> it, it just, oh. This was everything. This was the whole point Aww. for him. This is mm-hmm. all of it. So back in Homecoming, he opens the door. And he's like, that's not a hug. I was just opening the door for you. This is a hug, though. So those characters have their... That that circle is closed now. So uh, if you've been keeping count, uh, Tony has resolved all of his storylines now, which means he can die. Uh, so we're set up for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. Gamora, I, no matter what, you're going to notice that there were technical difficulties on this side. Uh, this recording. This yeah. recording. Because Amanda's audio quality is probably going to start to sound different. I don't know if mine sounds different. I'll see it when I'm editing. I love it. You missed them the first time. We got both the second time. <laughs> Classic Guardians of the Galaxy. Good old Chris Pratt. It's like a nice little, it's nice, a nice little like detour into a different world. So. It's good. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're back with Clint running through. Yeah, he's still got the thingy. <laughs> and realizing that he's probably probably needing to get rid of it. So, yeah, is good. Oh, he's just holding back one of the little the I didn't even see that before. The like monster guy. So. And here's how Ant-Man is useful again in this episode, right? We. Or episode, <laughs> movie. Yeah. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Presumably, when Captain America gets the hammer, he also gets a little bit of Asgardian and vulnerability and strength, right? Like yeah, you would think, because like when because yeah. the power. Yes, he's Thor, a super right? soldier, but yeah. in the next Thor, when Jane gets the hammer, she gets the powers of Thor, right? Which is cool. So theoretically, she's yeah. Asgardian, invulnerable, strong. Uh, I love these little like pockets in the fight where they just stop to have little like yeah. conversations yeah. about stuff, which is cool. Little chit chats, yeah. I like these random extras. Like, I just thought extras. of that. I just get thought to hang of out that, in the Mike. background, and it's like, and wouldn't it be rad to be, to be the guy who just got to? Yeah, just be in the back of that. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just pretend to, and then you get like you get like VFX in, and it's just like cool. Yeah. I just love it. So good. Sorry, I, but it was so funny that you mentioned that because I thought that exact same thing in that beat with a uh, with a uh, 
had a feeling that you would. Name? What's his name? What, what is his name? Benedict Cumberbatch. Doctor Strange. There we go. I. <laughs> uh, so interestingly, a bunch of the Asgardians show up for this battle, but um, not all of them. Not all of them are going to get wished back because I. Uh, before Thanos got all of the Infinity Stones, he had already killed them. Yeah, yeah. Killed half of so, them. So it's just the ones that isn't it? Just the ones that were at that like um yeah. like lake or whatever. Yep. Oh, this scene is so great with Scarlet Witch because yeah. like the, it's just so brutal, right? Like the idea, like it's it's comedic, right? Like I don't even know who you are, but the best part about this is that like she almost wins here, right? Like. She's so strong and raging. If he didn't cheat, yeah. yeah. If he doesn't yeah. cheat, then she does win. She, yeah, yeah. out of anybody, yeah. has the best chance of of, of defeating, defeating him, him. Of killing yeah. him. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, she is Maybe. the most powerful Avenger. She's actually the most powerful character in the Marvel universe. Really? Yep. Interesting. Yeah, her her abilities allow her to alter reality. No. <laughs> They're okay, that's, that's broken. That's, that, that, that makes sense. So, yeah, oh, yeah, because she breaks his sword here, right? Or yeah. whatever that's called. I'm sure it's not called this the sword. I feel like people are probably <laughs> quite... Yeah. Having watched a lot of Forged in Fire being here at my parents' house and my mother having oh, control God. over the television, <laughs> I've been watching watching a lot of random shows. So, do You, you don't have a TV in your room? I... Oh, here at my house, at yeah. like my my parents' house. No, I could bring. We have this great like VF v, VHS a DVD combo like big end television that I could put upstairs if I really wanted to in yeah. my room. But I don't. I'm not in my room enough to really. I don't know. I I just kind of like being in the common area. the The result is that I watch a lot of Ancient Aliens and Forged Fire. But you know, <laughs> it's all good. Um. We've got to take Doctor Strange out of the fight here because he was being too powerful, or I uh, just because he like much. he he could get in and fight Thanos, and that would be meaningful for him to join the battle against Thanos, right? Mm, but right, we don't so. we want him distracted so that Thanos still has the upper hand, right? That's fair. It's a it, the the heroes have to be against the ropes the entire time, otherwise it's not fun, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like Spider-Man being like, "Hi, I'm Peter Parker." Yeah. Or whatever. This is, I, I don't know. It's this this sequence with all the women like he's helping him get through, and then him like they're all, "What's gonna happen? They're all gonna die!" And then you're like, yeah. "Guess who's missing from the fight?" Oh, this is Rocket and Groot. Is this their first time back together? Yeah. Maybe. Oh no, they. Yeah. Yeah. that's their reunion. Yeah. Yeah, they've been fighting their way across the battlefield to see each other. So. And the firing stops. Nobody yeah. else knows, but... Uh... Who Who's the only person that has met her? Has anybody here met her? No, no. They oh, all yeah, they her. all met her. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> right, people are aware she exists because she came in the last one. <laughs> But there like are a rocket. whole bunch of heroes who are like, wait, who is this? Right. Hey, uh, so was Bradley Cooper like never on set? Or do you think no, that he came to set, set a lot? Yeah, he, uh, yeah. he uh, just comes in and does the VO. It's actually, yeah. um, 
It's a uh, uh, James Gunn's Gun. James Gunn? Yeah, Sean Gunn. He's Sean Gunn. From, uh, he's from Gilmore Girls. I knew him before um, I knew of James Gunn because I was a Gilmore Girls fan. Gilmore Girls fan. And I just think that it's cool that he's got so far. So, Peter Parker looks, he looks so like bad here. Like he just yeah, totally he's is. Rough. Yeah. Oh, this is good. As heavy handed as this is, I still of think course. it's great. Yeah. She has help, right? <laughs> She's got help, right? Oh, so good. I just, I don't think, um, Gwyneth Paltrow, bless her soul, is a great actress, but her like, stop and look intense at the camera moments in this are maybe not the best because <laughs> the first one that she comes in there i don't know i feel like she just is badass enough in the suit that the like over intensity of the like moments oh hey that guy got killed i didn't even notice yeah uh, his well, his henchmen all so... all die and they all kind of right. it's a, it's very unceremonious purposeful right. i think so yeah like being like that he really is just like they're all doing better than him. So, well, we've just got we have all of the heroes, right? So anybody who would specifically be able to take down one of the the his henchmen is able to do yeah. it. And again, yeah. he's just a cheater, a little cheater. Yeah, right. I guess because he knows what they're going after, right? And it's like, yeah, like, so. yeah, and and he wants the stones, right? So they can't yeah, escape. Yeah the stones right he's got oh, to get them. here's thor he just doesn't want him to get it good oh with both i love him when he uses both of the oh he just oh he's so intense oh they almost got it oh he's so close so close they're close but not quite Ooh. and caps out for the count with one with one one punch yeah there you go because he's and not holding the hammer, right? So I do uh, like that. Like the two people that really are the closest to being able to defeat him on their own is Carol and and uh, Scarlet Witch, right? Like the the yeah. women. So really it's heavy. because both of them, their powers come from the Infinity Stones, right? So oh, yeah, okay. they are they are matched to. Uh, so we're gonna learn more about Thanos actually in the Eternals because right. uh, the Eternals fight. Oh god, I can't remember what it is right now. But oh, he's the, such a cheater. The Eternals are the good ones, and the, Thanos is one of the bad ones, the opposite of an Eternal. That's why he's oh. still alive, and the rest of his people are dead. So right. he 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 is actually like that's 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 that is um that is um strange telling him that this is the one, right? Because yeah. he knows that he's feeling it, and he's like, "Do it, do it." Yeah. You know that you got to do it. You know what you got to do. Um, Oh. But yeah, so that's what like these are the reasons why like like Thanos can use the stones and all that stuff. Yeah. Like it'll it, it it will theoretically be explained to a certain degree in the Eternals. Um, hey, I love that how hollow that is. You see, he also he he breaks the gauntlet a little bit. Like he he bends the metal on it. Um, oh. <gasps> Had we not had technical difficulties, I'd probably be more in the headspace to to get a little weepy, but I'm not going to because I'm frustrated. So that's <laughs> overpowered. I am Iron Man. We just watched Iron Man on Saturday, so 
that's fresh. Mm. Okay. I was lucky. <laughs> right? Yeah. We almost lost Rocket. But it's so, ugh. Just everything. So, because this is, it had to be Iron Man, right? Because he's the one that can ensure that everything stays as it is, right? Like, that, uh, like, Morgan doesn't go away and... No, well, this is a second snap, right? So this this yeah. one doesn't doesn't mean anything for any of that. Everybody's right, already yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Everything's restored. Yeah, what he's, he's just doing, doing something here different. is just using the snap to get rid of Thanos and all of his minions. Right. Yeah. The interesting thing will be to learn if there were repercussions across the entire galaxy, across the universe, right? right. Like, did did Iron Man actually? Did he just deal with this battlefield or did he manage to deal with anyone who was on Thanos's side anywhere right. Right. Uh, in reality? Right. Because he technically has the power. Um, right. So, yeah, it'll be a it, it. I mean, like. I would think that the easiest way to deal with with larger repercussions of that is to say it's just. All of the ones that, that are displaced out of time, right? But then uh, okay. Ice Gamora is still around. So it I don't know, like it, it kinda it's that's for another movie to figure out. Yeah. Or maybe we don't need to answer that question necessarily. So we've gotten three instances of of someone snapping and I mm-hmm. uh, uh, the other two we know <laughs> they got pretty wrecked. So yeah. and they were big they were big dudes, yeah. right? Yeah, not so just it doesn't it so it makes sense that 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 Iron Man wouldn't. Um, this scene actually with Pepper in it is one of my favorite scenes that 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 Gwyneth Paltrow does in this series because I just think that it has so much beauty and gravitas that she like knows what he needs to hear. She knows that like she needs to be brave and like oh it's just really. I mean she's not even here yet and I'm already like thinking about like the thinking about this right like she's like okay i need to get like i need to get peter away from him and like because that's not what he wants to see right he doesn't want to see like a sad crying peter but also she doesn't want peter to see him i just think it's just like she's got this like beautiful like maternal instinct and like what she is to to tony is so important i think in in just like the beauty of this moment that of the three of them like this is like because she understands like how to meet him where he is right yeah it's just Aw. Aw. You know, I'm getting a little I'm kind of I'm kind of emotional and I don't really necessarily get emotional in this little bit. So <sighs> that's just like so like we're gonna be okay. Like that like yeah. like the fact that she like says this like without breaking down is just such like a cute, like beautiful thing. It's like Well, exactly, she waits until he's right? gone. When yeah. you, now she knows that he's He's gone. She can cry. Yeah. Oh, man. I get more emotional watching this, like, with you than I do when I'm watching it by myself. I don't think I even, like, really cried the first time I watched this, but now I'm, like, crying. Aw. Even the the nano chamber is is toast, his final arc reactor. Aw. Aw, right. That's a beautiful shot of Cap and, uh, and Thor. I always forget about that as well, that, like, you know, it's everybody that's all important. Well, I think in a second we we we're gonna get a shot that shows almost everybody. Really? Oh, on the on the battlefield? 
I feel like that was no, it was it was no, really just it, that that core. There was there was a shot a second ago that sort of shows right everybody gathering around him in that moment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> we that's it. Cut to Hawkeye's oh, I didn't, farm. Yeah, I saw the ship coming over. I didn't see that the first time. Like that, it's a ship landing. It totally in my brain. I didn't. I realize now what yeah. has, what is yeah. happening. Yeah. Oh, Hawkeye. So, you were saved. You were redeemed. This is the one. It's okay, it's gonna get me. It's gonna get me because this is the moment every time. Because Peter's just been through hell and back. He's died and come back to life. Everything has changed. It's all broken, and he doesn't know anything. But to see, uh, oh. to see his best friend again, and it's they do their like, thing. Oh. <coughs> and uh, and then we get Ant Man. He's got everybody. Everybody's back together. Here's the the over. Uh, yeah. Was it voiceover? <laughs> the over yeah. voice. Of, uh, it, it just it does make so much sense that he would have recorded something like this for himself, right? Like it just like is so in in place with like the like the in world mechanics of the story that it's not like some disembodied voice that he's coming back from the dead and is going to narrate us out of this is that he's literally talking to his kid. Right. Yeah. So. Oh, man. Hawkman has a lot of kids. Hawkeye, not Hawkman. Hawkeye. Hawk, Hawkeye. I just realized the little kid is the baby. Yes. For, I totally, my brain. <laughs> it, took, it took me a minute. Uh, Nate. Nathaniel. Right, yeah, Nathaniel, yeah. And after Natasha. Yeah. Did you say this little girl is somebody to somebody? Remember you? Or was she just like an actress? She's just an actress. Okay. No, no, uh, Hawkeye's daughter is Joe Russo's daughter. Ah, okay, cool. You know what? Everything's going to work out. It's not going to. Aw. I love you, 3,000. Aww. So cute. What, was I watching some, again, behind-the-scenes stuff where Tom Holland was told that this was a wedding when he came to it to yeah. film it? <laughs> they didn't want him to ruin it. Yeah, because he has spoil a tendency to, to spoil stuff for people, yeah. Oh. There we go, from Iron Man 1. Yeah. First arc reactor. Regional heart. I did love watching that with my dad and he and when Tony's going back downstairs, my dad's like, Oh, he's gonna get the heart and I was like, Good job, Dad. Yes, he is. Because <laughs> she made it for him. So good. Ooh, I'm gonna watch Michael Douglas in this because you were talking about that like yeah. complex relationship. Yeah, I, I can watch this scene over and over because everybody is a little bit different. Like Thor, you can tell he's even like a little bit antsy because yeah. he doesn't he's just dealt with all those emotions and he doesn't yeah. want to go back down this road. Yeah. I, uh, uh, strange is very stoic because he's yeah. like, he's been dealing with this since before it happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, Michael Douglas is kind of begrudgingly there. <laughs> right. He's yeah. just sort of like there. Yeah. Um, and even the guardians, it's a little bit like Peter. Yeah. I do like that. It means Peter something Peter. for Nebula. Like the Nebula actually has like some pretty good reaction to him. Like it's, you're right, Karen Gillan, very underrated, I feel. I feel like she's yeah. doing an awesome job. She's doing an awesome job in this. So, 
Um, and for anybody who still doesn't realize who this is standing behind uh, Scarlet Witch, that's Harley from uh, Iron Man 3, the kid. That, it's just so cool. That helps so him. cool yeah. that he's so in it. Yeah. Great that they, that they thought to put him there. Yeah. And yeah. then Captain Marvel kind of standing apart because she's not really a part of this yet. Yeah, um, But she's good to like, she knows to give respect and be there and stuff. And the man who started it all. This is such a beautiful moment. Like the yeah. the fact to like have a scene between Scarlet Witch and, and Hawkeye is just such a cool like additional like button to like really honor the fact that Vision and Natasha aren't around. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't know. Worry, and, and it's so unexpected. Like, well, I hope so. I'm I'm looking forward to it. But some... yeah, no, it makes it makes sense. The uh, but, but it just like is a, a scene that I didn't expect. Like it just like these two together. Really, the one thing yeah. that they have in common is the fact that they just like both lost people, right? That aren't coming back. But it's cute. I like it. Although they might have, they were they on the same team in Civil War or were they on opposite teams? I don't know. I'd have to look at it. I'd have to think about it. I can't remember. I think they're I'm thinking. They're together. And they're I think the they were. Yeah, because they're, they're on the same. Because because she's on Vision's team and 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 he's on. Uh, no, they're, they're on Cap's team? They're oh, because Vision and Wanda are not on the same team. Yeah. Oh. John Favreau, you did so much for this franchise. We love you. That line when he says, I'm going to get you all the cheeseburgers you want. It just, man. It's, it's yeah. rough. It's rough. <laughs> this place mm-hmm. is so great. This like new Asgard. Yeah. They are. Beautiful. And I love it because here we see Thor and he's definitely like you can hear it in his voice. He's he's back, but he's not he's not he didn't regress. He's not yeah. the old Thor. He's he's the new and improved. Yeah. Um, like he gonna... didn't immediately like shave his beard and cut yeah. his hair like he didn't decide to like become who he was before. He's sort of just leaning into this new version of himself a little bit. Yeah. Which is... I love Valkyrie. And he's more. he's he's realized that he doesn't he, he he doesn't have to be the person that everybody expects him to be. He can and that's what this is going to be about. That's what Love and Thunder is going to be about is him going out and finally figuring out for the first time who he wants to be, what kind right. of a person he wants to be. Uh, and and the passing on of uh the the crown here and and we'll deal yeah. more with that in love and thunder but then the mantle of thor mm-hmm. uh to jane i think even more so it's gonna it's gonna be a great evolution <laughs> for the character <laughs> she just puts that bag down and just uh oh, the I just really, it's so good i just <laughs> it he fits in so well with these guys and that was yeah. like a really fun plot in the in the uh in infinity war yeah infinity war yeah <laughs> Drax crunching. As someone who's just watching Parks and Rec, like Chris Pratt does a really good job of like being different people. Some might say acting is the word I was looking for there. Yeah. <laughs> it all depends on his director because you, you watch those Jurassic World movies and he's just oh, kind of oh, there. Yeah. But yeah, that's fair. Um, well, yeah. I don't really think about the Jurassic World too much in my head when I think about too much in my I like Mantis. Oh yes, she's not. 
She is, uh, she's entertaining for sure. <laughs> That's so good. They're so good together. <laughs> I love that that subtle thing of Rocket's eyes going to Thor yeah. as soon as um, uh, <laughs> Star Lord is me. Chris Hemsworth is wonderful. Solemn <laughs> stones. Let's see. Keep British. an eye out. Is he taking that baseball glove back? Where's that baseball? Oh, did there no? Not that's a that's a timeline that they forgot to fix. I don't think think anybody cares about that timeline. I think that Clint just takes the baseball glove back with him. Maybe it's in Clint's stuff. Maybe he just took the baseball glove glove back with him. Because what's the what's the harm? It just returns five years. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not how chaos theory works. Oh come on! One small change it triggers chain reactions. Oh yeah. You don't know. You can't know. Bend a blade of grass. You don't know. Hey, so here's a here's a question for you. Yep. Do you think that he knows? Does Bucky know that he's not coming yeah. back? Like I always Bucky. like in rewatching this, I get this sense that bu- that Bucky like understands him enough to understand that he's not coming back, right? Yeah, because that's what he says. Oh. I I think that they've talked about this. I think oh, that, yeah, that, that they've had their moment already. Um, Say goodbye. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh, because there's also like the moment when when the shield gets gets passed down and and like he's prepared for it. He, he yeah, he knows that that's coming. Yeah, that it's not him. Oh, does he get I, a new shield? Where does that shield come from? No, no. This, oh yeah, well, because the shield got destroyed. Yeah, but he's traveling back in time. So he's gonna get a new shield from the. No, back, he's getting the, the same shield, but it's the shield from a different timeline. Yeah, but it's the same shield. Yeah, but it, but it's, but it's like causing another ripple, different, different, different. Anyways, yeah. No, the thing that the thing that you have to pay attention to is that whatever timeline he goes back to, there are two Captain Americas. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Okay, sure. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Because the shield, the shield is in the Antarctic. When he goes back to Peggy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I don't I I don't quite follow the shield logic, but I don't think I really need to, so it's all good. I'm fine. I'll just uh I'll just watch this beautiful They also what? he also has access to Vibranium because now they yeah. have friends in Wakanda. So they okay. can just make Maybe it he made a new shield. That's a good that I like that logic best. He made a new shield. I accept. That logic. Do you do you think that that Steve goes back and settles down with Peggy and doesn't save that world, <laughs> that alternate timeline that he creates? Like, of course he does. Oh, oh my god! I'm such an idiot. I didn't get that he creates a different timeline and lives in a different timeline until he gets older. Oh my god, I'm such an idiot. I totally just thought he went back into this timeline and has existed as an old version of him and the young version of him the whole time. No. Mm-hmm. He's just lived out his life as an old version of him and then come back, like time travel no. back to this? That, that makes a lot more well, sense. Well, okay, so it's not necessarily time travel. He's he's just come back to this quantum address 
this this timeline. He's skipped yep. back into a different timeline. Because the well, time travel that they're using travel. is not a flux capacitor, which travels back and forth along the time stream. They're able to skip through alternate times. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. Okay. So maybe it just is a interesting. That's what you meant by when he goes back. It's a, it's two captain. Anyways, okay. Yeah. Um, it's all, it's all, I'm all, it's figuring out for me. By the way, whatever they did, like his, this version of Steve is so believable it's just so impressive. I don't know if you've watched the train wreck that is Jupiter Ascending, but <laughs> one of the worst old person makeup jobs I've ever seen in my entire life. And it just like makes me always, whenever I watch it in movies, I'm doing aged, aged, aged up characters is yeah. just such it's, it's hard to do it well. And this they is, do, this is they do a significant amount of it with makeup and then they, yeah alter it with yeah. cg so that's that's why this one is successful because like oh, especially yeah. oh, one yeah. of the things is like it's like around the neck right like that's what yeah. really sells it as yeah. him being but also the hands like look at those yeah. hands they're so yeah. good like it just i don't know the <laughs> and a meme is born here uh, is is this a this is a very common meme yeah the no i don't the, think i will but oh, a okay. very yeah, oft used yeah. gif. <laughs> that's fair. I what did I say? Oh yeah, I think when I when we first started this watch along, one of the things that I said is that I had just recently rewatched this last act of Endgame very specifically because I had just watched Captain America, and I just yep. think that this is the ending that everybody wanted with Captain America. It's just like so nice because here's what I want: the ending I wanted with Captain America for sure. Where mm -hmm. it makes me happy to get this ending. Because Captain America's my character. It makes me happy to see him happy. The the interesting dynamic here is that the cap that went into the ice in mm -hmm. 1945 was the one who didn't swear. And, oh, you know, he was yeah. a very different man. Yeah. And, yeah. But the cap that comes back here is the one who's been through hell and back. So yeah. it's, uh, I would, I, I would really love to see the stories with the two of them where, uh, <laughs> Peggy is like, you're very different from how I remember you. <laughs> but um, his core is still the same, right? Like that's the beauty of, of yeah. him that he, um, are we watching all the middle parts or can we, <laughs> Uh, no, because there's no like post credits or anything like yeah. that. We can yeah. we can okay. stop now. So we're, um, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Although the credits are very good on this, and they yeah. always make me happy. But yeah, um, they're beautiful. Yeah. But I'm gonna I'm gonna it. stop it because I think we're done. Yeah, we are done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I apologize for the drop in quality now, but uh, I'm gonna have in our week off because we're gonna take the next week off. Um, I'm gonna have some work to do to figure out a different solution because I don't think my Mac is going to cut it anymore. Uh, but uh, that's okay. We'll, uh, we'll sort it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. I, uh, yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, you can uh, check out all the other great podcasts in the Thunderquack podcast network by heading to thunderquack.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thunderquack podcast. Uh, over on no wait that's wrong it's on facebook.com slash thunderquack 
on uh, Twitter at ThunderQuackPod and on Instagram, ThunderQuackPodcast. Oh, you can also follow us individually <laughs> on yeah. Twitter. I'm at Akonkin, A-K-O-N-K-I-N. You can add an 86 to that for Instagram. And you can follow me uh, at ArcWolf, A-R-K-W-U-L-F. Uh, and uh, if so you like... Sorry, what was that? I said I got so complacent there. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. I was slow on the slow on the uh, handles. That's all right. <laughs> I, I, if you like what you heard, you can support us in three ways. First, by going to store. Nope. First, by going to the podcast service of your choice and uh, leaving a rating and a review and letting other people know how great this podcast is. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Uh, it's probably the best podcast that you listen to. Um, and you want to tell everybody that that's the case. Uh, second is by going to store.thunderquack.com and picking up some merchandise. Uh, and uh, last but not least, by going to patreon.com slash thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support and getting some cool rewards like getting the podcast early, uh, getting it ad-free, getting it with the extended uncut version. Uh, or, you know, if you're super generous, like J.J. Samuel and Brian Murawski, you can be patreon producer and uh i get a shout out every week so uh that is at patreon.com slash thunderquack we'll be back in a couple of weeks uh that is it for our avengers uh end game watch along thank you guys for listening and we will uh we'll catch you in a couple weeks yeah stay safe everybody wash your hands and be kind to one another 